You are Locked On Pac-12, your daily podcast on the Pac-12 Conference. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the latest episode of Locked On Pac-12. We're bringing you all you need to know about the Conference of Champions. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Today we're breaking down why ASU is a surprise team to beat in the Pac-12 this upcoming football season. I'm your host, Cindy Robinson, former Pac-12 athlete and content programmer at Bleacher Report. I am now joined by one of my co-hosts, Michael Luke from Locked On Wildcats. How are you doing, Michael? Yeah, not too bad, Cindy. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Week is almost over. You know, we're we're edging to the weekend, my favorite part. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're speaking for the masses right there. Okay, Michael, so you know I had to have you on to discuss these Arizona teams. Um, we're gonna we're kind of starting our review series of the Pac-12 teams and what to expect this football season. And so we're going to kick it off with ASU because they are considered the surprise Pac-12 team to beat by a few people. I don't know about everybody because I do hear Washington's a favorite, but, you know, right now I'm hearing a lot of buzz about ASU, and so I wanted to get into that with you. It wouldn't surprise me, Cindy, if USC is the preseason favorite um, in in the Pac-12 South. Okay. But I'm with you, though. I – I think ASU is the best team in the conference. Ooh, um, that's a strong, that's a strong statement right there. I, I hate saying this, and I know a lot of Wildcat fans are probably not going to be too happy about that. <laughs> but I, and you know what, we got to, we got to give, we got to give people our due. When Herm Edwards was hired, I think a lot of people in the state were kind of like, huh? "This is a guy that hadn't been a coaching in college since nineteen, I believe, nineteen eighty nine. I mean, you're going back." almost 30 years at the time he was hired when he had kind of a weird introductory press conference where he didn't seem to know who the, uh, the mascot of ASU was, but I'll tell you one thing. This is why I'm not an athletic director because you look at what he's done. And again, I get the people say, well, what have they really done to this point? I think everything's built, been building towards this year. He brought in one of the best staffs in all of college football. Some guys still here, some guys not. But when you can bring in a Marvin Lewis, when you can bring in an Antonio Pierce, a Kevin Mawai, just across the board, these are NFL guys that teams or that players know. And they have an interesting strategy, Cindy, in that they've recruited incredibly well, but they haven't recruited incredibly well in state. And Antonio Pierce, their defensive coordinator, ex-Arizona Wildcat, and I think a lot of uh, people presume the head coach in waiting basically said, our breadbasket recruiting area is going to be Southern California. Facts, facts. And they made sure to get DB from USC, uh, LA native, IE native, whatever the case may be, he's known. Um, Right. Prentice Gill as well. They both have done a great job. And I think the plus is that they're so young. Right, for sure. And when you look in that area as well, now it's not kind of your typical area now where like all the kids would either go to Crenshaw or Dorsey or whatever, but they wanted to have that. They wanted to be able to get basically the South LA, the Imperial Valley, that type of kid. And so they go strong to all the CIF games. And the one thing Antonio Pierce was asked about 
when he said, you know, how are you recruiting uh, 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 California so well and not Arizona? And he said, listen, he said, we're going to recruit and prioritize all the Arizona kids. But if they want to, if they want to go somewhere else, we'll beat them with LA kids and feel great about it. And so that's just kind of the swag that they have going on right there. And, you know, you talked about the recruiting. It starts with Jaden Daniels. This is a five-star kid quarterback out of, I believe, El Cajon, who could have gone anywhere he wanted. Could have gone to Alabama, obviously chose ASU. He's the guy that needs to make that move. If Jaden Daniels at the quarterback position makes that move, then ASU is going to be dangerous because they are loaded at the skill positions and across the O-line on the offensive side of the ball. A hundred percent. I completely agree with you. Before we hop into Jaden Daniels completely, because I do want to get in depth about him. Um, let me tell you guys about Rock Auto really quick. If you're wondering why I go so hard for rockauto.com, it's a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. It's reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and it's delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, the prices. You guys, I will not stop telling you the prices are the best part. It's the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. It's an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right. So, yeah, like we were saying about Jaden Daniels, he's that leader of the team. You know, going into this season, he's on a lot of those watch lists, and the biggest one is the Heisman. And honestly, Cindy, he should be. That's how. That's the kind of. That's the kind of quarterback that he is. He should be on. He should be on those lists, and he's going to have a lot of help around him. But I mean, you've watched him. He's he can move. He's got an arm. He's the kind of guy that you look at and say he needs to be the face of the franchise. And Herm Edwards has talked about that. We're going to go as far as Jaden Daniels will take us, and Jaden Daniels has certainly taken them to this point. It's now on him to be able to make that next step. So, okay, you have Jaden Daniels leading. What is his offense looking like going into this season? So you've got a running back who might be about as good as anybody in the conference. Now, he doesn't have the stats yet, but that's only because he was a freshman this past year. His name is Demontre Trainum, And it just goes to show you, too, that they just don't recruit California. They got him out of Ohio. He's a guy that also could have played about anywhere that he wanted. He and Daniel Nada, I would imagine, are going to be two guys who are going to get a big percentage of the carries. Nada is a kid out of a Folsom, California. He was, a lot of people consider, the best all-purpose back in the nation as a uh, high school senior the previous year. And those guys, and the last memory I have of them is running for about 10,000 yards against Arizona, which I would imagine that they're going to do again. But those are two NFL-type backs right there. They run hard, and they just look different. And so he's going to be able to have a 
a running game. Now, again, you're going to have a little bit of turnover on the offensive line, which I think will, they'll have to work with. But the quarterback and the running back position, everything in the backfield on paper, Cindy, is taken care of and you're ready to go right now. This is what they've been building for, and I think they've got the experience now to take it to that next level. One thing, you know, the NFL draft just finished and we saw that, you know, they lost Frank Darby, but they've constantly produced an NFL draft caliber receiver over the last three or so years. What is the right receiver, right receiving core looking like going into this season? You got a lot of guys that look like they're going to be able to take that next step. Now, Darby was a guy that never quite reached that potential, but you look at it though, the previous year they had Brandon Nayuk. The year before that, they had Nikhil Harry, both first-round picks. This is a team now you've got Johnny Wilson, four-star wide receiver from Calabasas. You've got LV Bunkley Shelton, another four-star kid out of Sarah. And then you've, you're probably going to have a couple guys sprinkled in there as well. But you've got size and you've got explosiveness on the outside. And again, guys with high pedigrees that – are going to have to make that move. And I think that they're ready, to be honest with you. You're not throwing a lot of Smurfs out there. You know, between Johnny Wilson, six foot four, ex-Oregon commit, uh, Bunkley Shelton, kind of in the same boat, maybe not quite that tall. But you have guys who are look the part, that look NFL-like. And that's why I think that ASU is going to be different this year because outside of SC that always has those players, no other team in the South generally has those type of players. And ASU certainly does. I expect them to make a move this year. And like I said, I think they're the best team in the conference. I think that if I had to choose one team, I think it would be ASU. Okay, so so I found an article on sportsline.com that has Arizona State winning the Pac-12 title conference championship. I guess I don't know how to read this in the betting world, but – Plus 400 on the money line? Well, yeah. So basically what that means then is if you put down, let's just say that somebody's like uh, Cindy Robinson and Mike Luke, and they think to themselves, you know what? Those people are pretty sharp. I think I'm pretty sharp. So basically what that means is I can put down $100, and if ASU wins the conference, I get 400 back. So betonline.ag might be a good spot if you can find those to be able to throw that one out there, Cindy. I'm telling you, you might want to head on over to Bet Online just because ASU might be the ones to bet on. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you. I think they're a good bang for their buck. And the thing, too, when you're looking at generally people are going to go the safe route and pick USC. You're going to pick, you know, Oregon or Washington. Get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Go to betonline.ag and you could get uh, probably some pretty good odds on ASU right now. A hundred percent. I mean, or you could bet on all of them and just <laughs> up your chances. I was just going to say, you know what? If you bet on if you bet on five of them, odds are you're going to hit one of them. Either way, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on anything. It has all your sporting needs from MLB to NBA to NHL, all of that. So make sure you guys head on over there. Use the promo code Locked On. You get fifty percent off your first welcome bet situation so if it's your first time like it'll probably be my I'm, I'm trying to wait till I know that like this is a bet worth betting on and then I'm gonna you know get my bang for my butt <laughs> well it's your money it's nobody else's money so you always want to make sure that you feel better about the bet than somebody else does exactly exactly 
Okay, so to make everyone feel more comfortable about betting on ASU, let's take it over to this defense. I will say this. The one game that replays in my head and you're going to be mad at me and I'm sorry ahead of time. Oh, no, I know. I expect you to. You wouldn't be doing your job if you didn't go in that direction. ASU versus Arizona 2020. Now, here's the thing. Rivalry games are always a big deal. Always super competitive. Um, don't worry, you're not the only ones who have not been. Case. You're you're not the only ones who have dealt with the blowout of such. You know there was the fifty and O game with UCLA versus USC one year. UCLA went down. Uh, mm-hmm. I was I was actually at that game. Right. Oh, fight on. Oh, wow. okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you saw? Yeah. <laughs> no, let's, no, let's... Well, let me tell you the defense. Arizona State defense is returning 10 players from last mm-hmm. season. And we saw them completely destroy U of oh, A yeah. last year. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's just the difference. And that's where the difference, I think, in the, uh, the, the programs are headed right now, is that Arizona State and Arizona both brought in a coach almost four years ago now in Kevin Sumlin and Herm Edwards. Kevin Sumlin was obviously a disaster during his time here. And uh, Herm Edwards has been, I think, Herm Edwards has been much different in that regard. Now, you can say, well, ASU hasn't won a ton of games. But I think when you look at this roster up and down, this is a team that's ready to emerge. And the defense, while not great last year, I think is going to be significantly better. And they weren't great against the pass. But when you look at it, you got Jack Jones, ex-USC, DB, who's returning. You've got Evan Fields, Chase Lucas as well. If those aren't three NFL players, they're three guys that are certainly going to get a look, and they might be somebody that we're previewing in a year. Just saying. Don't know for sure, but that could be the case. So you've got talent on that side in the defensive backfield. Then – you move on to the the linebacker position, and any time you got Darian Butler and you've got Merlin Robertson, those are two guys that would start pretty much anywhere. And I would expect both those guys to be all-conference caliber players. They are that good. So the back end of this defense, from the linebackers to the defensive backs, should be much better just based off the talent of some of the names that we just threw out there, Sid. Okay, okay. I like to see that. I'm a big, big corner person. Like, I really like to watch the corners work. I think right. if, I, if I played football, I believe I would be a corner because I don't have that much faith in my hands. I'm not going to lie to you, not to be a receiver. So uh, it's interesting to see them play and just develop, too. To kind of piggyback, Cindy, on what uh, you talked about, I've always believed that the cornerback cornerbacks are the best athletes in all of major sports because there's really nothing that you can't not be elite at. You've got to be, you've got to have straight line speed. You've got to have all the quick twitch. You've got to be able to dip, flip your hips, whichever way you want to go. You've got to be physical. You've got to have uh, vert. You've got to have verticality out there. There really isn't anything that you look at from a cornerback position and say, eh, you can be a three in that regard and just be like an eight in every other way. You've got to be elite at pretty much all levels there, Cindy. And I, I, I agree with you as you know, this is a, uh, that's that's easily the most I find enjoyable position to watch in football because honestly, those are where the athletes are. Right. And you just kind of threw that part that point out there. 
offense scores points, defense wins games. Isn't that the saying? Something that, like that. that yeah, for sure. That yeah, and that's you know what. And on the back end of the defense, if you don't have good corners, it doesn't matter. You know, now it goes hand in hand because you know you can also say, well, if you don't have a pass rusher, it doesn't matter if that. Right, 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 right. You know, but this, but they they work in tandem, and I think now that you've got another year where or where Antonio Pierce is going to be the full-time DC. I think that this is going to be a team that is going to cause a lot of problems because again, physically they look the part and I'm a big fan of teams that look the part. And ASU is definitely that on that side of the ball, especially at the linebacker and the DB position. Yeah. So something we pointed out, you know, when we were doing our draft recap is that there's a lot of players returning this season in the Pac-12. And so we're definitely seeing that with ASU. They have 19 starting return, you know, starters that are returning. So um, we'll definitely be seeing an interesting year from them. And I would be shocked if they're not in contention for that Pac-12 South championship. Oh, yeah. And you know what? If we're sitting here and they went seven and five, then you've got to start wondering maybe about some of the coaching acumen because we're talking they brought in the players they needed. If I were to sit here and tell you or you were to sit here and tell me four years ago, this is the roster that we would be lining up and down, we'd be looking at it and saying, okay, this is a team that should be competing with USC in the South and Oregon, Washington, or maybe, you know, a sleeper like California in the North, something to that effect. Right, right. All right, the pressure's on ASU. (laughs) Seriously, I mean, we we did the best job we could on telling ASU fans why they should be good. It's up to them now to produce. Uh-huh. Yeah, I completely agree. Okay, well, that's another show down the drain, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, thank you so much for joining me, Michael. We are going to continue this series, per se, of breaking down these teams and what to expect going into the season. I'm trying to start with the ones that are, like, you know, projected to, like, actually do some damage in this Pac-12. The sexy names out there, the sexy teams, for sure. Exactly. And then we'll get into the less sexier ones like Washington State. Arizona, I can help you out with that. I know. It's okay. You just got to continue to have faith. One day it'll be their day. One one day it'll work. One day it'll work. It will. It's a a work in progress, you know? For sure. We'll get there. Baby steps. Baby steps. For sure. For sure. Thank you all for listening. If you want to get some more news, make sure you guys tune in to Locked On Today. You can get all your sports news in under 20 minutes. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. So follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Follow Locked On Pac-12 on the Odyssey app and follow Locked On Wildcats on the Odyssey app. You can also keep up with us on Twitter at at underscore Cindy Robinson. And then you can follow Locked On Pack 12 on Twitter at LO underscore Pack 12. And then you, where can they find you? You can find me at uh, Locked On Wildcats, LO underscore Wildcats. Or you can find me uh, personally at Iron Mike Luke. I love the Iron Mike Luke. <laughs> yeah, I know. A lot of people think that Iron Mike Tyson was the originator of this. Nice try. <laughs> there you go. He got it from Iron Mike Luke. For sure. We're only about 25 years in age difference. He doesn't know that. It'll be our secret. (laughs) Nobody will hear it. Nobody. Right, right, right. Thank you all for listening, and make sure you guys stay locked on to Locked On Pac-12 on the Locked On Network.